Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Genesis 9, Covenant of the Rainbow. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. The fear of you and the terror of you will be on every beast of the earth on every bird of the sky, with everything that creeps on the ground and all the fish of the sea, into your hand they are given. Every moving thing that is alive shall be food for you. I give all to you as I gave the grieved plant. Only you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. Surely I will require your lifeblood from every beast I will require it, and from every man, from every man's brother, I will require the life of man. Whoever sheds man's blood... By man his blood shall be shed, for in the image of God he made man. As for you, be fruitful and multiply, populate the earth abundantly and multiply in it. Then God spoke to Noah and to his sons with him, saying, Now behold, I myself do establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the cattle, and every beast of the earth with you, of all that comes out of the ark, even every beast of the earth. I establish my covenant with you, and all flesh shall never again be cut off by the water of the flood. Neither shall there again be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, This is the sign of the covenant which I am making between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all successive generations. I set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be a sign of a covenant between me and the earth. It shall come about when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow will be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And never again shall the water become a flood to destroy all flesh. 
When the bow is in the cloud, then I will look upon it to remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. And God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. Now the sons of Noah who came out of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth. And Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah. And from these the whole earth was populated. Then Noah began farming and planted a vineyard. He drank of the wine and became drunk and uncovered himself inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon both their shoulders and walked backward and covered the nakedness of their father and their faces were turned away so that they did not see their father's nakedness. When Noah awoke from his wine, he knew what his youngest son had done to him. So he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants. He shall be to his brothers. He also said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Japheth and let him dwell in the tents of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. Noah lived 350 years after the flood, so all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. There's a lot of controversy in uh, this scripture, really, over Genesis 9. And it's not really what I think most of us think about. Um, First of all, this is not a controversy. This is something that is black and white and is plain and simple. The rainbow is a symbol representing God's promise that though mankind has been perverted and twisted from its original um, creation intent, that although he knows he wiped away that perversion, which was of the DNA, now he said uh, he knows that we're going to continue. We're going to continue. Mankind's going to continue to be perverted. The enemy is still out there trying to twist and pervert God's creation, period. They're trying to twist God's words, God's creation, God's God's intent, God's um, character, anything they can. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So anything that God has created, God has intended, the enemy wants a different outcome. Good news is the enemy can't win in that battle. Um, May have small little victories in small areas, but overall, God wins. But it's not shocking or controversial understanding. This is just simple. This is flat out evil. That there are um, groups of people, mostly, the people who are living an alternative lifestyle, i.e. twisted and perverted from God's intended creation. And they're using the symbol that God gave us, showing that he would never flood the world again. He understands, but he's not going to flood the world again. They're using that as their um, big symbol of pride. They're Pride, which is the word they choose, their pride in intentionally living a 
alternative lifestyle, twisting and perverting God, knowingly twisting and perverting God's intended plan for man and woman. That's just wicked. Sheer evil. So, uh, there's no controversy there. That's plain and simple. But I'll tell you, the controversy actually goes on to the, the discussion here about the the um, animals. One would be in the animals being for man, all the animals being there for man to use for food. There are people who say uh, they're big time. They understand that in creation it looks and reads as if man was created to be a vegetarian. Because he didn't say that in the beginning of Genesis. He said that after. This is the first time that he mentions the food um, according to people who are using this this strategy, this plan. This is their tactic to try to say that eating meat is evil. Well, that that's one controversy here. One thing that I'd like to point out is prior to God closing the doors to the ark, he said, um, I need you to take these animals, these clean and unclean. He had a distinction between them, animals, and um, you need to take more of the clean animals so that there will be food. So if God made us vegetarian from the beginning, which that I, I read the same thing there. I can agree how it can look exactly like that. But then when you get to prior to Genesis 9, he also mentions meat, animal flesh for food. So this wouldn't be the first time that that is pointed out. But either way, uh, that's a controversy that's out there. And um, my thing is, that's not something against God's kingdom one way or the other. Uh, whenever someone says, God said that God's, it's a curse to eat flesh. You shouldn't eat flesh. Now you're being judgmental and you're, you're telling people what they should do. Uh, the Bible does not say that. So if there's a controversy within that scripture, you can live your way. Someone else can live their way. And you don't point fingers and ridicule each other. That would actually be God's intent. So uh, what you have to do is you personally dig deeper into the scripture and find out what God says to you. I will tell you, this is very simple. Different people are called to a different calling. Some people are called to never eat sweets. Some people are told sweets aren't a problem. And that's in the Bible. Some people are told never to cut their hair. Other people, it didn't say not to cut their hair. That's in the Bible. So there are different callings for different people. So you need to reach out to the one who made you so he can tell you what your calling is. And then don't fight it. Don't try to justify. If it doesn't match what you're wanting to do in your life, I'm sorry. But the controversy should be over. At that point, what God called you to do is what you should do and not worry about other people. And then the second controversy would be on this. It says in uh, the NASB, which I just read, it said every living creature, every living creature is for food. And then later it says, except these creatures are unclean, those are clean, you can eat of the clean, not of the unclean. 
<clears throat> so that is another controversy that some people have. My challenge to you would be dig deeper and deeper and deeper. Make sure you know the source uh, because the Bible, it is common knowledge to theologians. They'll, they'll deny it, but it is factual and quoted straight from Constantine that he said he wanted to change the Bible, to de-Judaize the Bible. So some of the controversy that we face within ourselves are because someone intentionally put them there, but it wasn't God. God's word has no controversy. There's no contradiction anywhere in his word. The only contradiction is within us. And however that got there, that's where you need to press in to know the truth. Now, um... I would again point out one simple thing. So if there is no distinction between clean and unclean, then why did he make that distinction prior to closing the doors? Just a, just a question. Again, reach out to God, press into him, pursue him, and he'll tell you. He will tell you. But that's for you. Different people are called to different things. You do what God's called you to do. It, The callings that God give us God gives us will be consistent with the Bible. But the fact that some people are called to different things is consistent with the Bible. Um, depending on what that thing is, uh, there are some obvious ones, like God said, don't murder. So no one's called to, well, I'm, it's okay for me to murder. I'm called to something different. Now you're making stuff up. Sorry. So, um, Let's just pray. Father, thank you. Thank you so much that that uh, you give us a way to you that if we are confused or don't understand, Holy Spirit has been given to us as a helper for clarity. Help us to press in. Help us to pursue you so that we can know truth, so we can live in that truth. Not our truth, but your truth. Father, let your kingdom come here on earth. Let us be a conduit to bringing that kingdom here on earth so that we can continue to grow and be more as you intend for us to be, not as our uh, flesh intends us to be. Help us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.